Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. Now, Lippy. Hello. Round two. Round two. Yes. So we recorded this on the back of the one that you would have heard on the 2nd of February, but don't let that put you off. So this is episode 107, which Mm. originally was for the end of September. So there's going to be some odd things in here that may seem a bit out of You'll be like, you're so far behind on current news. (laughs) Oh, we very rarely do current current news. news. No. So my first piece is on one of my favourite topics, which is the use of over and out in films. Oh, God. And, and once again, it was in something. And I think you were, you're supposed to be ex-military. You would not say over and out. Just wouldn't happen. Anyway, so I've expanded this a bit to mm. the terms Roger, which I use quite a bit in messages. Roger. And Wilco. I don't know Wilco, actually. So Roger means, very specifically, your message has been received and understood. Ah, what about Roger that? Well, Roger that message. So it's the same meaning. So Roger is... So Roger that isn't like over and out. No, it's not. It's Roger that, the message that you sent, Roger to that. So maybe it should be Roger to that. So Wilco means your message has been received and understood and I will comply Ah, sneaky. Well, sometimes it's a bit of information. So if you imagine you were flying an aircraft and you had a message from the airport you were going to to say, um, we've got thunderstorms at the moment. Mm. The response to that would be Roger, because I've heard you, I've understood, I can't do anything at the moment. Uh, But if the tower, if you're coming into land and the tower says, uh, the the runway is full of ice, abort, 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 you would say Wilco because you've heard it, understood it, and you're not not going to land. Exactly. So those very important, those two. Mm. And it goes on to say affirm, not affirmative. Affirm simply means yes. Negative means no. And then it goes on to say uh, what over and out means. So if you ever hear somebody say Roger Wilco over and out, they are nothing to do with any military (laughs) pilots, anything like that. It's a Hollywood film. But you do realise your your sensitivity to the subject just means that all of us say it more on purpose. Of course I do. Absolutely. you you do realise the next time we're all on holiday together, I shall be saying Roger Wilco over and out. Yes. Yes, I'm sure you will. You'll be locked out of the camper van. You'll be on your own. <laughs> Got a tent it, it's, that I've only well, slept in twice. <laughs> yes. The blew down because you didn't put it up properly. It didn't blow down the second time we put it up. Oh, okay. Well, did you have strong winds? Anyway. anyway. No, I don't think we did. Moving on. Um, other things that I've spoken about is the use of midnight. And um, mm. I, I was complaining about it again to wife of Grumpy over something. And she started to talk and then she just stopped. And she said, I'm not, I'm not entered into this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I know what happens. I don't like it. I'm not interested enough to go down this road. No. So as you may or may not know, I'm a trustee for the Cranley Heritage Trust. And mm. um, well, our only project at the moment Old is people looking the, after old things. It is old people looking after old things. Well, maybe we'll use that as a strap line, actually. 
So we have got a cottage hospital in Cranley that's not been used since the 1980s and it was originally built um, in the 1700s and it is the first cottage hospital in England. Uh, the building's beginning to deteriorate quite rapidly. There's, there's a hole in the roof and it's beginning to get damp and mm. what have you. And we quite like to restore it and it's owned by the NHS. Uh, they're prepared to... Uh, lease it to us for a very very small amount of money i think it's a pound a year or something other than those peppercorn rent they call it and uh, we've applied to the national lottery heritage funding and we've got through the second round now so, so they good. they grant us some money to mm. put together a building plan and it's a grade two listed so we have to obviously talk Adhere to the conservation to officer mm. um and there's some things that we would like to do uh, in terms of the entranceway, there will be a change to the building and we'll make the entranceway very modern. And they've done it with the art centre across the road. So the original building is, yes. is intact. <clears throat> and they put a glass entrance on it, which looks very modern. And it actually mm. works because you, you can see the difference between the old and the new. Yeah. So we're, we're in a period now of, um, I think it's about six to nine months of, of planning. And at the end of that, we then go through the third round. And if we get that, then we've got nearly enough to do the whole project. And our, our aim is to bring it back to a usable building. So there's some rooms up there that were the uh, one was the old operating room, and then there's a couple of wards, uh, which Ooh. are decent sized rooms. And we can turn those into some sort of um, consulting room. So it could be for council. Can we do a could Ouija board in there? You cannot do a Ouija board in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a whole operating room. I bet there's so many ghosts in there. There probably are actually. There probably mm. are. Yeah. I'll I'll put that forward at the next meeting. Yeah. Anyway, so we, we're delighted we got through that because this is the first project of its sort that we've ever done. The, the group of trustees and and other consultants. Um, we've brought in quite a bit of expertise in terms of um, dealing with the lottery themselves but also managing the project we've got we've got a, a really good team of people that um that we're, we're paying for because that's that makes sense no point us doing yeah, we don't know what no. we're doing no yeah um, you want it done yeah. right yeah absolutely we can we can go raise money we can do all the sort of the admin stuff to, yeah to, yeah, to actually do stuff. the the yeah. building work and yeah so i think september we know whether we or it goes through to the next round um but uh yeah so we've got it's a long hopeful. process it is well planning is is a year i yeah. mean this we got this last september so um you know we've had a few months of doing this mm. uh, but it's it's a it's a lovely lovely building I, i've been in there a couple of times recently to do some 360 um mm. photos for a website and uh, it's well worth saving it's it's such a and it's you know it's the birthplace of the nhs in many respects uh, so that's where it started. So it's yeah, good project important. to be involved in. And I got my arm twisted last year uh, to buy a new television. Oh, which, it was the best decision you ever made. Well, it, well, you say that. I don't think there was anything wrong with the other one. I mean, no, admittedly. No, there was. There was. Well, 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 admittedly, it was huge. The TV was huge and the screen was tiny. The well, there was quite a freight. It wasn't tiny. It was You still it had one of, it was like one of the first plasma screens. It was a very early Panasonic plasma. And, and it had a really was, thick yes, black yeah, that border. Doesn't, that doesn't matter. No, it doesn't, doesn't matter. but also you're not utilising the space. Well, that's I, I found it hard to watch that TV. Well, and I'm 28. You're yeah, like, however old you are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I haven't got 4K eyes. 
Well, the, the previous point. telly I thought was okay. The picture was okay. The tuner had stopped working, so we had a uh, freeview box, and the sound was dreadful, so we had a sound bar. But apart from that, it was perfect. <laughs> oh, and it used a lot of electricity, and it weighed a ton. Apart <laughs> from that, it was perfect. So we bought a uh, this Samsung telly, which I was surprised how cheap it was. Um, mm, have we say. have Samsung tellies. Um, and plugged it in, and it nearly went back. Mm. And the reason it nearly went back is this thing that they call, uh, oh, I haven't written it down now. Oh, it's motion smoothing. So the idea behind it is a film is free, is a movie is filmed at 24 frames per second. Um, but the television can work at 200 frames per second. So what it, what it does is it guesses the frames in between. Yeah. So you get, you get a smoother motion. And um, they, for some it's reason, nice. it's called the soap opera effect. So this is turned on by standard. So you turn mm. the telly on, and the first thing, you get motion sickness. Yeah. And it, I watched this. I can't watch this. It's horrendous. Mm. Um, and we watched, we've been watching Bones on Disney, which is a good procedural um, program to do with, well, people that have died. Bones. So Bones, <laughs> yeah, Bones of people that have died. And we we we... we couple of seasons in by the time we got the telly and we watched one of those and wife of grumpy felt motion sickness she said she said i've got a headache and i'd feel yeah. sick um so we went to bed and I was, this can't be right you can't you, this can't be right so anyway so i had a bit of did a bit of reading on the internet and i came across a number of articles and um it told you what to turn off basically to yeah. make it better. So, oh, okay. so I was digging around a bit further and I found a message from Tom Cruise, not to me personally, to the, <laughs> to the world. And it's when they released uh, Top Gun Maverick on streaming channels. He said, whatever you do, don't watch it with motion smoothing on. He said it will yeah. ruin the film completely. And in fact, the filmmakers, the film studios have got so uppity about this that they've managed to get the TV makers to have this filmmaker mode and the telly seems to automatically detect when there's a film on mm. and it switches it into so it turns all this rubbish off so yeah. it's back to back to normal and it, and i have TV. to admit it's a you know it's a really good picture it took a while to get it right in terms of yeah. contrast to that this is not my moan my moan is why when you get the telly you plug it in for the first time doesn't it go do you you're a bit like What's when you go to the opticians <laughs> yeah. no, because do you prefer this or do you prefer oh, that yeah. Do you prefer this? And and so it guides you through the perfect mm. settings for how you want to see the telly, not how the manufacturer wants to show off about all the features it's put on that the majority of the world turn of off. Yeah. I don't I don't get it. It's the same with the opticians. You go, is it clearer with this or is it clearer with that? And that's the route they go. Mm. Should be exactly the same with Yeah, that's a good idea actually. We had that with ours and we were watching a football game and the the ball, you could see the ball. Yeah. Like behind the ball, it looked like a little like rocket because it was just moving across. Yes. And you could just see it tracking behind, and we were like, "That's not okay." No, no, it's not okay. It's it's really weird. And what I found is that you, the character would move, and you get this, as you say, this swoosh behind it. It's like a shadow of them uh, moving yeah, behind. Exactly, but your your eyes would go further. And then you have to move your head back again yeah. because it hadn't gone that far. Very weird. So uncomfortable. Um, if you bought a new telly, turn that off straight away. That's but it's a good telly. Uh, it's good. It's I have good. I have grown to like it. Um, it's very clear. Yes, it is, and very it fits clear. the whole telly, the screen. Yes, it does fit the screen, and we've only got one remote, but two with us. Yeah, <laughs> you used to have like thirty. 
Well, there was quite a few. There was. I couldn't use your TV. I hadn't lived there for a while and it just got too many and I couldn't remember which ones did what. Yes, we managed to remove quite a lot of boxes, but I have had to put the Chromecast back on again so I can watch um, certain videos that that don't have an app on the telly. Oh. They've got some sort of web browser, but it's rubbish and it's really difficult to yeah. use. So uh, it's easy to just do it on your phone and then cast, cast it, it. So there is mm-hmm. a there is an extra box, but um, that's that's pretty well hidden. Now, back in September, I've got a note in here, Twitter to charge all users, which I think Ooh. is on its way. Um, I did see something yesterday when I was looking uh, about uh, paying to remove ads, I think it was, which seems... Uh-huh. But I also saw that um, uh, Mr. Musk has been referred to as Space Karen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm disappointed that's not in common parlance some months later. Space Karen. Space Karen. That's great. Yeah. Here's a Space Uh, Karen. Yeah. And interesting, I read an article back in September about the development of Threads, which is the Facebook, Instagram version of Twitter. Mm. Um, which I've, I've looked at but not really engaged it's, with very much. It's not quite the same. It's not quite the same. You would expect it to be the same. It's a bit like It's Pepsi more like Facebook. Yeah. Uh, but the development of that is very interesting in the way that they did it. And I'm, I'm not going to bore you with it now. Cheers. <laughs> but uh, they did it in a very short period of time because they spotted there was an opportunity with Twitter going down the toilet due to Elon Musk's unique um, management style and uh, they turned it around very quickly and in fact they removed the team from the rest of facebook um so they just worked on their own so there was very little um influence uh, yeah but it was more you you know what it's like if you try and do something by committee it takes forever Mm. Um, it's better just to have a smaller group of people um, that that work well together to get something done speedily and i think they achieved it it's it's a very good uh example of how to develop software uh, quickly and and efficiently uh, if you're into that sort of thing it's um it's worth uh, worth doing so talking of building you've had a bit of building work done at home we did yeah we had our very adult room put into our yes yeah, it is very adult rooms very adult. yes it, so we saw it last weekend and it's it's really smart and it's yes. um hard to remember it as that that dingy disgusting bathroom. moldy bathroom it wasn't well, it was better when we ripped everything else and it was... <laughs> it still stank. Yeah, still stunk. So that's uh, that's it's a, a really good room. Now. Yeah, really good space. Yeah. With a toilet. Utility with a toilet. Toilet. And, and that, I forgot how big it was. Hmm. And it's been it's felt a bit weird using it, to be honest, because we've only been using it since Christmas. Yeah. And we haven't used it for two and a half years. <laughs> no, that's very true. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. But yeah. So, Oh, very good. And that seemed to be quite painless. It was, actually. It it was delayed. It took mm. longer than it should have. But Always does. Yeah, it wasn't... Well, I mean, I was sick with the flu for a week of it, so that yeah. week just kind of flew by. Yeah, it, it always does take longer. And uh, having had the kitchen here put in just before Christmas many years ago, um, it's it's not a good idea because they yeah just before Christmas is not a good time to have work done no because um, everyone wants it fin everyone wants their thing finished before Christmas yeah 
So the poor guys were like doing half a day at ours and half yep. a day at someone else's trying to just finish things off. Yeah, that's exactly what we didn't necessarily want ours by Christmas. They said we could do it before Christmas. Yeah. Oh, okay then. That's Neither fine, did we. We just, we just booked in for when he was free and then yeah. it got pushed back a week. And mm. then that's when it ended up in the over literally the last, the start of December and finishing yeah. just before. Well, that's a good, good usable space you've made. Yeah, uh, very adult. Very adult, yes. I have a tumble dryer. Mm. Is that what they're called? Tumble dryer, yeah. yeah. A tumble dryer. <laughs> weird. So is Duck Boy allowed anywhere near the um, t- washing machine? Duck Boy doesn't really do... I do most of the washing. I'm quite specific about the washing. So he doesn't... He does it if he if I'm not around and he needs to do a wash, obviously, but... I tend to do the washing because I'm very specific about yeah. what I put in to I'm, keep the machine nice and clean. I'm discouraged from washing anything apart from microfiber cloths and my <laughs> dust cloths that I may use for any sort of DIY or dump transportation. Anything that involves clothes, I, I, I'm, I'm ushered away. Yes, he's very worried that I'm going to shrink stuff in the tumble dryer, though. Yeah. But I don't tumble dry stuff to dry. I tumble mm. dry it to get... It partly dry. Get the creases out. It's been a big thing. Our clothes have been less creased. Yes, yeah, you're signing. Up for the for it to finish mm. dry. So nothing really shrinks because it's not been tumble dried to dry. I saw a top tip this week in the cold weather. You stick your clothes in the tumble dryer when you get in the shower, and when you come out again, they're nice and warm. Ooh, good idea. Or like a blanket for the evening. Yeah. While you're like cooking dinner, throw a blanket in there. Oh, yeah. that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Good idea. Um, obviously, not yeah. particularly environmentally friendly. <laughs> yeah, or very cost-effective. Now, one of my favourite biscuits is a Tunnock's caramel biscuit. Oh yeah, uh, that's and a you good can't biscuit. go far wrong with those. So, if you remember back to uh, DJ Finn, we um, yes. we helped him move from Brighton down to uh, Cardiff uh, back in December. Uh, we got through uh, a fair few of the packets of. Canucks biscuits because it was a long old trip in a very heavy van mm. um, and one of, one of my joys in life is reading the back and seeing how many they sell per week and that has gone up dramatically and it's now 7 million per week oh my god 7 million of those biscuits and what and I'd like if- 700,000 of them is probably you <laughs> <laughs> very possibly very possibly but what I really like is the fact that they're the same size so yeah. wagon wheels, I'm sure, have shrunk, and many yeah, other things. Yeah, but the packet still seems the same size. But the wagon wheel in the packet is yeah. definitely smaller. But wife of Grumpy came home from golf uh, Thursday with a Snickers bar or marathon, mm. as, as, as people of a certain age still refer to it, and that is definitely smaller than they used to mm. be. Definitely. So I'm really pleased that the uh, Tunnock's biscuits are the same same yes. size. A that, Tunnock's really biscuit. What's the other one that the same company do with the marshmallow? It's a marshmallow. I can't think what it's called. Is it a tea cake or tea cake? Oh, yeah, called? tea yeah. cake. Yeah, mm. so it's a yeah, chocolate. Tonic's they're tea really, cake. Yeah, they're really good. I mean, what a great factory. They're banging out yeah, biscuits that just they're bring doing great work. Joy. They, it is great work. That is, <laughs> that is, that is exactly it. I, I would love to work somewhere like that. You're, mm. I'd probably get bored within 10 minutes, but you're oh, banging imagine out. Imagine how many you could eat. How many ones oh, that don't look right? You get sick of them. 
Mm. Yeah, absolutely sick of them. I, I re- remember years and years ago, um, my dad was a carpenter and joiner and he went to this factory in, um, Footscray to, uh, for, for something or other. I can't remember what the job was to measure up. And I was with him and he came, got back to the car. He said, do you know what that bloke does? I don't know. He says, all he does, I say all he does, what he makes are the, um, the tops for the foil Chinese takeaway. Oh, the little cardboard so the, tops. The cardboard tops go in the top. That's what he makes. And he's he's just hmm. bought this house costing so much. Incredible. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. So there are people that have got these little niche businesses. And you mm. see it a lot with the car restoration industry. There's some people that do some amazing work. Um, and they're very, very specialist. Uh, plastic welding and stuff like that it's yeah. really really interesting very good but it's like digression from the biscuit i could do with the chinese you had one the other week when you came to us i did but it was really good that's why i feel like i want yeah, another one is very good they cram that unfortunately they use plastic and that's they do um, don't they we, we so were looking tin. at it yeah, yeah looking at it the day after going mm, not sure i like that it is a lot of plastic take, take them back somehow Maybe there's something there that you returnable China yeah. or food mm. things. You get charged less if you bring yours back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So another film that was on in September. We'll catch up next next time, don't worry. Uh, one of my favourites from 1998, which is Enemy of the State with Will Smith and um, somebody else in. Who's the other bloke? Who's the other bloke that's in Enemy of the State? Uh, Gene Hatman. Sorry, I had to look it up. Gene Hatman. Very good film. And uh, so Gene Hatman plays a character called Brill, who's one of these uh, sort of hackery type mm. conspiracy theory people. And uh, unfortunately, due to Will Smith not following his instruction or Brill's instructions, he has to blow up his office quite spectacularly. Oh, yes. Yes. I and, do remember this film. Uh, and he utters the words, that's why I have rules. <laughs> so right <laughs> so right that is people so this is that. why <laughs> this is why i have rules not turning up 24 hours before i'm due to because i understand the concept of midnight this is why i have rules <laughs> but i have a question so will smith is a as an attorney and mm. he, he uses this researcher who's connected to brill somehow and the film explains yeah. all of this and the researcher contacts brill by putting a cross on a post box an american post box on a road mm. just with chalk and um watching that and then they go back to the same post box some weeks later and do the same thing who is it that's rubbing the chalk mark off i'd assume it was him well once he had must, seen them rubs it off but that's quite obvious isn't it i, I would have thought there would have been a better way to have contacted him bearing in mind that he didn't have any sort of mobile phone or electronics on him at all so sending a quick whatsapp message wouldn't have been appropriate for this gentleman <laughs> so it was old school stuff but you think but the, yeah. it comes up in spy films where there's a dead letter drop or something like that and they mark it somehow who no, cleans it off who cleans it off and what if it's the mailman going, oh, look, somebody's graffitied the mailbox again, again. and rubs it off before Brill before gets a chance to see it. it. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. I think it's He probably fraught. has a, seat, a camera on it at all times, though. Well, that would be electronics, which he wouldn't, he wouldn't have because it leaves a trace. Oh, yeah. Unless he can see the mailbox from his house. Because we didn't find yeah. out where he lived, just where his, 
his hideout was. Yes, his lair. His lair. Anyway, I highly recommend that film if you like. Uh, it's a good film. A bit of action. There's some good actors in there actually that uh, are quite uh, quite young, and uh, good old Jack Black, who's one of my favourites. Yes. Now, as you know, one of my favourite characters, and in fact, one of Duck Boy's favourite characters is Adam Partridge. Yeah. But we've had a bit of a falling out because Mr. Partridge has mocked people who cut sandwiches not on the diagonal. (gasps) I am very much a rectangular sandwich boy. You are a rectangular sandwich. Not a triangle. I just, the problem I have is I find them a bit too flappy. If you pick up a rectangle, you've got it all in your hand. There's no flappy bits. Mm. But with a diagonal, you've got bits at the end that are flopping all over the place. So I don't really, really like it. However, I found another sort of wrong when it comes to sandwiches. <laughs> did you? And this, this was, this was wife of Grumpy. What did she do? She got the, she got the bread. It's hard to describe this, but the top of one slice was at the bottom of the other. Oh no. Yeah, quite. That's, that is a, that is a big red flag. Yeah, and I looked at him and went, I'm not sure I can eat this. It's, why did she? Because I'm actually in shock. What? Why? Slapdash. A slapdash approach to um, assembling a sandwich. Oh, that just seems ludicrous. It does, it doesn't really, match. doesn't it? No, and, it doesn't. And realistically, you put your bread out and you do the, you unfold yes. it. So the same sides against the same size, and then you just fold it over. Exactly. So, so if you've got one bit, that's, if you've got one side that's squidged in, you get both squished in squished bits. Squished in. Yep, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know whether we're just a bit weird. <laughs> no, I think she's she's lost it. That's yeah. it. Send her to a psych hospital. She's well, her, done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, wife of Grumpy is now Lady Captain. Oh, she for, is for Lady this year. Captain. So we're not seeing a lot of, of um wife of Grumpy at the moment. Much to, much to Floyd's disappointment as well as mine. She's lady catching. Captain, lady catching. Captain. And apparently that means playing every golf match um, laid on. She's in her element. She's having the time of her life. Certainly is. Thankfully, it's only for a year. Yes, it's quite. I think I've been roped into various um, duties. Oh, as, you are the husband of the lady captain. You feeling, have to attend all the formal events. Yes, I do. Yes, and... Um, I think I've been roped into manning the hut, which is on halfway round. On, oh yeah, um, one of the charity days. So yeah. I do feel a bit like Dennis Thatcher for those of a certain age. So Lippy, no top tip this week. No top tip this week. I will do my best to come up. I might come up with a new category. That's a good plan. I like that because I've done a lot of top tips. Some of them have been good. Well, some of them have been interesting. <laughs> They've all been interesting. Tell you that. So I think I'll spend this time thinking of a new category where I can Excellent. have lots of new information. Good. Okay. Well, you think away. I've got um, lots of fun facts still to go through because mm. I've been collecting them over the last few months. So this one is in 2009. A South African IT company's employee complained that data would get transferred faster by carrier pigeon than on ADSL. So, for those who you mean ASDL? Oh, ADSL. It does say AS. ADS. No, it's ADSL. Oh, it's different at different points. Yeah, no, it's ADSL. They've made a spelling mistake. They have made a spelling mistake, <laughs> and you body mistake. The Fact Republic have made a spelling mistake. Well. 
Yes. So Winston the Pigeon, interesting name for a pigeon, armed with a four gigabyte memory stick. Remember, this is 2009. Took two hours to carry the data 60 miles. In the same time, the ADSL had sent 4% of the data. Oh, God. Therefore, in 2009, a carrier pigeon was, in fact, faster than ADSL in South Africa. Shocking. Indeed. That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.